What's going on, Bish? Oh, what are you doing? I'm uh, I've got a joke this week, which oh. is really sad. But you are a joke. I just didn't have time, and I'll be quite honest. Mm. The well's pretty dry. <laughs> so if people out there listening or watching have any, please. Here's one. Yeah. Our Goa Legends Club. Yeah. Our lovely members. Oh, yeah. Goodness. Yeah. Our, our dear uh, members who sub. Yeah. Uh, for $11 a month yeah. at GameOnOz.com. Yeah. <clears throat> um, if you've got any questions, yes. let's do like a Goa's Legends question. Uh, sorry, a Goa. Not a question, a joke. If you've got any jokes, let's do a Goa Legendary joke. Put them in the Discord, and we'll pick one out, and I'll tell it next week. Great idea. Oh, I mean, guys, 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 guys. Do you like my shirt, by the way? That is epic. I yeah. saw your tweet about that. Yeah, Fortress Melbourne, um, which is did a wonderful a, place. Did they reply to your tweet? Uh, they did. Did they? No, they're very good at replying to tweets. Have they got any more shirts? Um, how, they didn't. Like? They didn't answer. Ooh, it feels nice. But somebody did say, "Hey, get this guy over there for more shirts." <laughs> And they didn't reply to that one. So who knows? Maybe they're out on a lunch break. That's right. Um, so you, you got no joke? No. That's fine because... Well, I can tell you I can tell you a good story, though. Uh, our, okay. Tell our, us a good story before we get into the podcast. Our indoor cricket side won its grand final last night. Yep. Playing a team. The Reaper Babies. And, and this is a gaming theme because the Reaper Babies comes from the term Reap It, which came from when we used to play Goldeneye. Yeah. When you kill someone in the temple, then you go, Reap It! Yeah. You died! You know? So the Reaper Babies was born of that of that era, uh, and uh, thirteen grand finals. Wow. Uh, the last thirteen, we've won ten of the last thirteen, and mm. we won last night against a team that was undefeated all season, called the Flogs. Called they were flogs. a bunch of Flogs because they're quite arrogant. Nice um, to the point that uh, I'm not kidding you. This happened last night. I I smoked this bloke for a, was going for a six, and mm. in his follow through as bowling, he's caught it in his hand like that. Get out! Wasn't even looking. It was a great catch, right? Yeah. And he holds the ball to me. He goes, can't get that past me. C, C word. And I went, what? what? And he goes, can't get that past me, mate. I went, no, no, good catch, mate. Boom. Gave me, you know, like, yeah. you know. And then, uh, but the tables are turned when we won by three runs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate, let's dive in. Let's dive in. Game on! All right, here we go. One, two, one, two, three. Game on! Game on! It's game time. Excellent. Game on. Game on. It's game time. Excellent. Hello, my name is Pete. My name is Danny. And for the next hour, we're going to bang on about games because we bloody love gaming, Dan. And Pete, yeah. I remember memorize this. We bloody love bloody gaming, don't we? We bloody love, we bloody, love bloody gaming, bloody gaming because right. it's the fucking best. And well done to you because we are on the clock today, so we couldn't <laughs> yeah. piss fart around with that one. So nice work. I still want to do the yet where we spend the whole hour. Yeah. Great idea. Yeah. And you'll oh, never see it coming you'll either. It you'll coming. never. The only time you will know we've spent the whole hour is when it gets to 59 59 and 99 on the clock and goes tick 60. Bloody gaming! (laughs) (laughs) Looking forward to it. it. Welcome to you watching on Twitch and also welcome to you listening to us on the podcast as well. Great to have your ears, great to have your eyes and great to have you bloody gamers just gaming around. Game on you legends, we love it! Can I tell you a a real quick story actually about how gaming 
Oh, works. another story, Dan. Oh, yeah, that, this, is it going to be one of those podcasts this actually, today? Yeah, this actually involves our gaming community. So I got... Oh, I, that's great. I had a friend reach out. So this girl I've not seen in 20 years. Mm. Um, went to high school with her. Her name's Dom. And she uh, private messaged me on Saturday. Mm. Dan, I'm a terrible parent. My son's birthday is today. I want to buy him a PS5. Um, oh, yeah. And I got I just, one of those during the week too. Yeah, and she goes, I, I have no idea where to go. I didn't realize they're not in stock. Mm. It's his birthday today. That's why I'm a terrible parent. Where can I go? And I said, well, you know what? Bloody gamers love helping out fellow gamers. Certainly do. This is an opportunity to bring a young kid and make him one of ours. Yeah. So I, I said, look, I'll put something on our, our socials, which we don't usually do, but you know, he's a friend of mine. I thought I'll give it a go. And the community reached out and she got she ended up getting an Xbox One uh, Series X. Still a bloody console. And he apparently was stoked. Wow, that's like, amazing. Like, you know, that Nintendo... Yep. It's a Nintendo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. the, Chris, the yeah, famous yeah, yeah. Christmas 1996 I, I have, footage. I have and, a feeling yeah. it was similar sort of scene. Well so, done, you so thank you, community. community. Thank what a, you. And, and, you know, that's just where, where we are. That's where we're at, isn't it, gamers? It is where we, we just are. just love each other. It is where we're at. So mm. thank you all so much for diving in on that. We appreciate mm. it. Um, hey, by the way, a couple of shout-outs. Pentanet and Lenovo Legion. Yes. Uh, a couple of our dear, wonderful partners. Of course, many great things. Lenovo Legion um, will call out their, uh, their, their winner of the art competition. Did we win? It wasn't enough. <laughs> um, I tried to submit it, and they said, I'm sorry, that's not good enough. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, which is very cool and some great things on the way from Pentanet as well. Did they say, oh no, your seven-year-old's not meant to paint it for you? I was like, yeah. no, well, it was me. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll tell them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. yes, that's very cool. Uh, and hello to our uh, Goa Legends Club members, the wonderful people who, who pay $11 a month yep. um, to support Goa and all the things that we're doing, but get so many amazing things out of it as yep. well, including what we're looking at right now, your own secret channel within our Discord, mm. discord.gameonos.com. It is free to join the Discord, but yes, they get the Goa Subscribers channel. Yes. And we will be answering your questions. Or telling your jokes. Or telling your jokes uh, a little bit Please. later on in this podcast. So, bloody wonderful. Thank you so much. Dan Cross, we've got some stuff to cover. We have, haven't we? we Let's really dive do. in, Pete. Shall we, shall we dive it's in? It's been another big week Mate, of gaming. There's just, it has been another big week of gaming, and um, there's just been some things going on. And I look, at GameOnOz.com right now, they've got the April game releases. And I could go through all of them as I tend to do, and we sort of had a bit of a chat about the ones that really stick out to us. But mm. there is one in particular, and it's called Outriders. Oh, it looks good. That I'm really looking forward to. Look I've at been the, seeing um, a lot of ads about it. Yep. Um, PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S as well. Comes out on April Fool's Day, mm. uh, which happens to be tomorrow, unless you're listening to this on the podcast. Which is which yesterday. Yesterday. Going back in time. I don't know that song. What's that song? Oh, it's an old uh, 80s classic. Really? Yeah, which is why you were even born probably when it came out. Oh, 85? Yeah, this is probably 84, I reckon. Oh, can I just tell you something really quickly while we're talking about classics? Mm. Um, on the radio show that I do, mm. uh, Breakfast, Pete, Matt and Kim, Romix mm. 94.5 in Perth, mm. um, I just got told by our executive producer that we have been offered an interview with the original voice of Donatello and Raphael from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What, the 80s version? What, the 80s Get version. Get out. Like, legit. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, looking forward to that. Um, and while we're on the subject of interviews, just quickly, uh, had some very positive feedback from the company behind the rollout of Mortal Kombat. Oh, yes, the yes. The new movie coming yes. up that's been shot in South Australia. Yes. And fingers crossed, um, because the director is actually a Perth bloke. Yeah. 
Uh, and there's going to be a Q&A session and also Josh Lawson, who plays Kano. So <clears throat> stay tuned, <laughs> you big bananas. Booyah. Um, But yes, April Games release is looking really good. Uh, Oddworld, Soulstorm. Now, I want to ask you about Oddworld just quickly. Do oh, yeah. you remember Oddworld? Yeah, I do. Do you remember the commercials for Abe's Odyssey? Yeah, I do. Yes. What do you remember about them? This I is d- this is the one that I want to ask you I just about. Remember what do you Abe, remember? Really? Is that it? Yeah, I, I remember him being prominent right in the, in the ads which for, makes for, sense because yeah. it's his, his game <laughs> i remember the fact that he farts oh yeah that's right yeah he, he does farts too, yeah. towards yeah. the end of the actual um ad, ad yeah. he farts and that game literally wanted me to because it was on playstation yeah and it literally made me want to get a playstation because i was like wow i've never seen somebody fart do you know like that in an ad before that'd be a great gaming uh big question really what's 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 the what was the trigger that made you want the next console? Great idea. Well, not today, but we'll do it another time. Bank, bank that one. Bank that one, because I can tell you a great story about... Um, oh, your story now, is it? <laughs> Somebody's got to provide some light and shade. <laughs> yeah, um, and another one, just quickly, this is for old school fans, but you know, for those of you who will remember this on Nintendo 64, but we're getting a new version of it, Pokemon Snap is coming to Nintendo Switch at the end of this month. Uh, at the end of April. Switch, oh, because that, that'd be yep. good, actually. Yep. Yeah. Um, snap. So, I feel like the Switch, I feel like we need a new title for the Switch. What do you mean? In terms of, you know, like, I feel like it's the Switch's time to bring out something big. Well, they're doing that next year. Next year? Yeah, so... No, I know they're doing the new Switch, but... No, but what are you talking about? Something? Like, when or are you talking big, about Nintendo a, a in general? Game, bringing just a big game. A big game? Yeah. Oh, I feel okay. like it's like been a, a while. real groundbreaker. You're yeah. talking like Legend of Zelda Breath yeah. of the Wild. Correct. Type. Yes. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. No, look. Take on another Mario Kart. Excuse me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you know what's going to happen there. All they're going to do is just round up a fucking dozen different courses from all of the other Mario Karts they've ever produced yeah. and then put them all together in a nice, neat new package. I, 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 to this day, I know they've recreated some of the tracks for one of the Mario Karts I've played, but to, to get that a full cart of Mario 64 mm. on the Switch would be awesome. Oh, it would be cool to get a remaster of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Rainbow I, Road I, from oh, N64. Off. Piss off with your Rainbow what Road. What do you mean, piss off? Mate, it was Warrior Stadium. Number one. Yeah. No, okay. Warrior and, Stadium and was Ghost, good. Was the Ghost Track. Oh, I love that track. Hang on. The Ghost Track was... What was it called? Ghost Track... Mario 64. Mario 64. No, Mario Kart Mario Kart. Why I like that is because it actually involved... You had to hug lines. Racing lines to... to, to that was a great track, ironically, for the... Or coincidentally, for the Ghost mode. Which I, I, I love that mode. I love that idea of racing yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to like that a lot too. That's how I used to get better. I can't remember what the name of it actually was. I can't. I can't see it. Anymore. And you're welcome, everyone listening or watching, because they're sitting there going, "It was holy yeah. shit, guys! Call yourself gamers, dickheads." <laughs> Game modes, playable characters. Why aren't the the, 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 the courses actually in the wiki? Well, that's exactly right. Well, that's just ridiculous, isn't it? That is disgusting. <laughs> that is absolutely. I am disgusted to not. Hang on. No, not in there. Not in there. Hang on. Good on your wiki. No, Good on your Julian there. Assange. Wow, that's that's terrible. I'm I'm shocked at that. I'm absolutely shocked. Anyway, um, back to your original. So yeah, I th- I feel like Nintendo need something. No, I'm not anyway because I'm pissed off about this now. Nintendo 64, <laughs> Mario Kart, 
Tracks. Courses. Yeah, courses. Yeah. What were they? Where's here we go? Here we go. Toad's Turnpike, Rainbow Road, Yoshi Valley, Banshee Boardwalk, Banshee Boardwalk, Banshee Boardwalk. You don't remember what it looked like? It was the one where they. Knocked... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It was the wannabe Rainbow Road. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. It, it was the dark and stormy Rainbow Road, really, it was, wasn't it? I mean, it Rainbow really Road was, was so happy yeah. and yeah. colourful. Ding. <laughs> Good music. Da, da, yeah. da, da, I mean, what a, you know, da, 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 that's da, da, what I feel da, da, Nintendo needs da, da, to bring... And I'm sure they've got something planned, hopefully. They, they need a do. good old-fashioned first-party title. That's theirs. I'm very interested to know what the next Mario is. Because they've done their re-releases. Surely it's going to be coincide with a new console. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, but we'll see. Mm. I'll need a good reason to actually get people like me, who already have the Nintendo Switch, a reason to upgrade. Because I, like, I'm, I'm your savvy gamer now. Right? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm your, I'm your bloke who's got, who's got all the consoles and you know all that sort of stuff, and I can, um, I could upgrade to the Switch, but I'm like, okay, is it is a slightly bigger screen and 4K graphics really Worth enough the, resolution yeah. really enough yeah. for me to move across? Yeah, yeah. Probably not. Yeah. And the other thing is. Like you, you're also as a company like Nintendo, you're you're still quite early in the Nintendo Switch's life cycle. Yeah. Um. Enough to you know to not put any caveats over if we release something and we're only going to be able to release it for the Pro. Yes. I mean, how how do you even control that sort of thing? Yeah. Exactly. You know? So yep. anyway, we shall see. Um. Hey. So let's move on. Um. By the way, the April game releases. If you want to see the full list, are at gameonos.com. A lot of great content going through that. I mean, there always is, but it, seriously, the last week or so has been humming along Mate, that, that website. Probably the ours. greatest website you've ever seen. Well, it's the greatest gaming website of all time. Let's, Without let's a doubt. Let's be honest. No, I'd go as far as website. <laughs> really? Like, fuck Facebook. <laughs> um, okay. Pornhub. Yawnhub. Yawnhub. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to try one for Red Shoot, but I, I just I can't think of anything. Um, okay. I don't, I can. What? <laughs> I was going to say dead tube. Yeah, no, that'll do. Oh, yeah. Dude. But then it brings into... YouTube, more like poo-tube. Ah, ah, you got it, got it, yes. <laughs> All right, um, hey, mm. this off PC Gamer, mm. this one talking, a, a, a bit of talk at the moment, Disco Elysium, the final cut, um, I said cut, <laughs> is banned in Australia, but this has just appeared as of today, the 31st of March... 2021 um it's still available in australia on, on PC. pc so can i just run you through this really yes quick? please when originally released in 2019 disco elysium was only available online and so wasn't submitted to australia's classification board a government body responsible for the regulation of movies publications and games they're the guys who put the little letter yeah on the games and basically say this is you know an m15 plus or yeah. r-rated yeah. or r8 whatever yeah um Disco Elysium's expanded Final Cut edition, which went on sale as of today, mm. was planned to have a physical release, and so it had to go before the board, where it was refused classification. Though Disco Elysium's portrayal of drug addiction is hardly a glowing advertisement, taking speed does give a plus one to your motorics and psych stats. 
According to the guidelines for the classification of computer games, illicit or prescribed drug use related to incentives or rewards means a game is automatically refused classification and selling, distributing, publicly exhibiting, advertising or importing it into Australia becomes a criminal offence. First point here. Mm. Because there's, there's people out there who have probably gone, all right, well, it's got drugs in it, but so do lots of games. Let's break this down for just a moment and go back. Taking speed gives you a plus one to your motorics and psych stats. So it's a buff. Taking speed in this game is a buff. Mm. It positively impacts your playing ability in this game. Yeah. God, I'm so on the fence about this. Well, Peter... It's interesting you bring this up because I recently watched a documentary on Netflix about World War Two. Okay. And in that war, Germany gave their pilots speed to keep them flying mm. for as long as they did. Yeah. So historically, it's it's there. Are you saying that we should have refused classification for the Great War? <laughs> is that well, probably should have this? actually. Yeah. But the point being is that. Um, I find this very interesting that, that they think uh, monkey see, monkey do when it comes to games like this. Mm. I think kids playing a game where you have some speed that gives you a life boost aren't going to connect that with, oh, having speed makes me a better person. You're a better, you know, performer, okay. right? However, I do get the, I do get, uh, have, as a parent myself and same with you, you know, you want to protect your kids. Mm. Um, I just think it's realistic to think that kids are going to be exposed to drugs no matter how much you protect them. Um in this day and age particularly. I agree with that. And it's about you more as a parent to educate them on why or why not. <laughs> Look, I and I, I would love to dive in I mean, this is a whole other podcast. Pool, right? Like, but, would you? You know, I, I would. And, and go for a good swim <laughs> and enjoy the moment. Did you but, say good? Good, great oh, swim. I thought you said nude swim. Well, nude swim's fine. I, well, I was assuming we would be nude. <laughs> um, but... Okay, I... Oh, God, this is a this is a This is a big... This is a reason yeah. why it's a hot potato, right? Mm. Because um, I, as a 35-year-old adult, mm. um, can play this game and then not immediately go, well, that was fun, I'm going to go and take speed. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, the thing that I cannot, to a degree, control is my kids playing this game. Now, I don't care what anybody says about kids and R18 classifications and stuff like that. Yeah. I played R18 plus games when, when I was you were 13, yeah, yeah. 14, yeah, me me 15. Too. I watched movies I shouldn't have been watching when Mind I you, was that age. All my games at, that, when, at my age were all 8-bit. Is that a syringe? <laughs> no, it's a gun. <laughs> But this is the thing, isn't it? Like you're not. I think. I think there has to be. Everybody's shitty at the um, Australian classification board. Yeah. Right. But I think there has to be someone who puts a wall up and goes, "All right, for the good of whatever, is this something we can really let fly?" Now, again, as a 35 year old man who can control all of those sorts of urges and couldn't give a shit about taking drugs or anything like that. Um, I can make the difference between this as a game and it's not real yeah, life. Yeah, not real life, right? yeah. yeah. Um, and so I would like to put my hand up and go, hey, guys, why can't I play it? Why can't I buy it off the shelves yeah. and, you know, that sort of stuff? Because I'm a 35-year-old man and I can, control can make himself. rational decisions, yeah. Um, and their argument would probably be, well, you're not like all 35-year-old men 
or women or people. No, you're bloody not, mate. Oh, you are you are special. That. But I think the question remains then: Do you do you protect as the classification board? Is your thinking we're here to protect the people um, that this may affect, mm. in lieu of the people that it won't? Yeah. Or are you here setting standards that you're hoping to Christ will actually hold other things to account that you may not have even thought of yet? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. And again, um, I, and I can I'm completely on board with you on that. You know, the the funny thing about these kind of stories is that clearly people write articles about it, and then kids who are 14, 15 probably hear about it anyway. Yeah, they would, and they'd be talking about this. Yeah, yeah, There's so, no doubt that that would be the case. Yeah. Um, just as a point too, imagine that as your bloody job. What? Game te- like a game classifier with that regulation I'd board. Ha- I'd hate to be a game classifier. You be... would be the most despised person on earth. No, you wouldn't tell people. You just you secret job, and you go to you just, all you do is playing games. All that. What do you do? I stack shelves at Kmart. <laughs> um, just a little bit more from this story, because obviously, as I mentioned, you know, even though there's no physical release, it's still on Steam. Yes. So previously, games that fell afoul, the same rule like Wasteland 3 and Fallout 3 were altered to either remove similar interactions or more blatantly fictionalize their drugs. Disco Elysium was not, which is why it's a surprise to see Disco Elysium, the final cut, on sale in Australia on Steam, GOG, and the Epic Games Store, though it hasn't shown up on the PlayStation Store here and presumably Mm. won't. They're obviously a little bit more conservative. Yeah. Anyone who already owns Disco Elysium receives the final cut as a free update, and we were expecting that to sneak past. It has. Mm. He just fired it up. The person who uh, wrote this mm. loaded an old save, was immediately abused by a fully voiced Kuno. But we weren't expecting it to remain on sale, given that Hotline Miami 2, for instance, still can't be purchased here. However, other games that were refused classification in Australia, like Katana Zero, which is mind-blowing that that was, Yep. Mother Russia Bleeds and Super Blood Hockey. <laughs> I mean, listen to that for a game. <laughs> super Blood Hockey. It's well, everything, doesn't that, it? It's obviously ice hockey. That, that can be a super bloody game. So uh, Have remained available on multiple digital storefronts. Perhaps Disco Elysium will join them in quietly persisting or perhaps it'll disappear. Probably best to grab a copy now, yeah. just in case. Yeah. And there's that element too, is that there's certainly gamers out there that want that, you know, oh, I've got that version of the game. Oh, cool, man, you know. Mm. So, I mean... It's. I don't think it's something we'll ever solve. To be honest with you, I just think. Um, what well, as in where? Did, who's right in drawing that line? Yeah, because clearly Australia is probably a bit more harsh on it than other we countries. Are a little bit more conservative. Um, but can I just tell you this, right? So if we're comparing ourselves to America, for example, mm. you know, uh, let's talk about gun control. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, clearly. we we were the the country. There's a lot of people probably listening to this or or watching this right now who are probably too young to understand what happened when the great buyback. Mm. Um, was brought around, and that was John Howard after after the massacre in um, Port Arthur. Yeah. There you go, the Port Arthur massacre. Thank mm. you. Uh, after the Port Arthur massacre, that was the reaction to it. It was like the government actually came and bought back semi-automatic weapons and all that sort of stuff. Now, here we are, you know, twenty years on from that having happened, and I remember the conversations going around mm. at the time. Like, you know, my father. He's as straight and narrow as you'll find, and a great bloke. But he had semi-automatics. Yeah, right. But they like our family are hunters. Yeah, we also um, you go to shooting clubs too, and don't we? You? Go to yeah, shooting yeah, clubs yeah, and all that yeah. sort of stuff. He had semi-automatics. They had to give him back. There was a lot of this is shit. I can't believe mm. we have to do this, so on mm. and so forth. But if you make that comparison with America, 
Look at how often we hear over here. And I, I guess it's probably, you know, inflated a bit by our media because it's an opportunity for our media to go, look how great Australia is. Mm. Um, you know, how often and how easy it is to buy automatic and semi-automatic weapons in America mm. and how often we hear about shootings and stuff. Mm. Now, therein lies a clear argument. That if Australia you're, is If doing you're right, somebody, yeah. you know, who's on the conservative side of things going, no, nah, well, I agree with it. I mean, there's, you know, yeah. Yes, we are a little bit more conservative compared to a place like America where you could buy Disco Elysium physically. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, therein lies a, a, a number of different issues <clears throat> yeah. by comparison that they have that we don't. Yeah. I know, you know, my brother's beautiful wife is from America and my brother lived there for quite a few years back here now. But he told me, he once went to her brother's house in Salt I not where they live. He had nine guns. Mm. And he, and he at this first thing he showed him, look at my guns. Yeah. Look, it's, look at my guns. And it's clearly part of... I guess a lot of the mentality over there with a lot of people over there is it's almost a sense of pride. Yeah. You know, so. And look, don't get me wrong, mate. That sense oh. of pride exists here too. Like, yeah, like well, between myself, my father and my brother, we co-license 12 yeah. guns. Yeah. And, you know, we'll like me and my brother and the boys will have a card night on a Friday night or something once a month and be like, yeah, oh, hey, mate, just, you know, bought another bolt action. Yeah. Uh, 3003, mate, you should yeah. see this. You know, there is there is a bit of a sense of pride yeah, there yeah. if you are someone that's into that it's sort like of fishing stuff. rods, right? Right. Yeah. My dad, by the way, has about 80. <laughs> Your dad sounds like a legend. I've never, he, mate, he's a legend. Dad, yeah. He's a legend and he only uses one. Yeah, right. That's yeah. the thing. He only uses one. So he, he's like, that's where you got your, um, your love of gaming, you know, stuff. Mm-hmm. From your dad. Yeah. Because you've got lots of gaming stuff. I do have lots of gaming stuff. I'm a collector. Yeah. You're right. It was his fault. Yeah, bloody. Um, let's move on. There's right. obviously a lot of discussion in that. That's a whole podcast. We'll That's do whole, it yeah. all the time. Hey, uh, we'll we'll spend a bit of time on this and then probably just dive straight into Goa Legends Club mm, members, really. Sure. Um, but this was a... this I just found this completely mind-blowing. Um, but again, this is a bit of a fence-sitter. Um, police bust world's biggest video game cheat operation. <laughs> Yes. No, look at this. Take a look at that. Oh, my God. So it's like four or five. These are several luxury sports cars. And right now we're looking at a picture of I'll put it Lamborghinis, Ferraris, yeah. Maseratis, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, the, the Mercedes Jeeps. Yeah. I say Mercedes Jeeps. That's an ox. I think oxymoron's the word for it. Um, Mercedes Jeeps, um, you know, big Mercedes SUVs. Mm-hmm. Uh Get a load of this. This is from the BBC. Mm. Hello, BBC. Hello, hello, BBC. Uh, and with the BBC comes this voice as well. <laughs> yes. Hello and welcome to the BBC. Yes. A collaborative effort between Chinese police and gaming giant Tencent has led to the closure of what police say is the biggest ever video game cheat operation. The gang designed and sold cheats to popular video games, including Overwatch and Call of Duty Mobile. Roughly 76 million, that's 55 million pounds... And revenue was made by the organisation, which charges a subscription fee to clients. Wowzers. Just like we do. Yes. Whoa. But we don't cheat. And we don't have Ferraris. No. No, we certainly don't. Um, police seized assets worth $46 million, including several luxury cars, as we mentioned. The operation was called Chicken Drumstick. Uh, ah, yes. That's so good. Bloody yes. And had a website selling to hundreds of countries and regions. Subscription prices for users began at around $10 a day and up to $200 a month. Now, we've played plenty of games. You play Fortnite and I played a lot of PUBG, where we would have issues with oh, hackers and uh, cheaters. The latest Modern Warfare is the same thing, yep. Yeah. Uh, Kunshan, I hope I've said that right, police, <laughs> found and destroyed 17 cheats 
and arrested 10 people in connection with the ring. Oh, this is unreal. It said it was the world's biggest cheating case due to large sums of money and games involved. That is epic. Now, up until the next point that I read, I was like, I hate cheaters. I so, hate yeah, them. 100%. I, I hate most, them so much. As much as we bloody love gamers and gaming, we bloody hate cheaters. Right. Yeah. Absolutely hate cheaters. As, as, as an organisation, we stand against cheaters. 100%. I can right. say that. We really do. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> but, is it really like a criminal offence? I mean, think about it. Like, well, what's, yeah. what is the criminal offence here? You know, this, this Actually, company has worked out cheats to games. It's a very interesting and, point. And, and the thing is, like... A, what law the, have they broken? Well, my argument is that, you know, the cheats have been around in games for years. These guys are using them to sell money. That If you wanted to to sell money, to make money... I mean, if you wanted to get really deep into it, there are issues around things like uh, IP protection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Co- things uh, yeah. like they actually have to break... Yeah, the um, code. Uh, the code yeah, and commercial yeah. IP yeah, yeah, to yeah. be able to create these yeah, cheats yeah, and yeah. all of that sort of stuff, right? Um, and then I read this, and it made a bit more sense to me. With players able to win millions in gaming tournaments around the world, a crackdown on cheating was intensified in recent years. In 2019, a survey revealed around a third of gamers admit to using cheats to improve their chances online. Several high-profile gamers have also quit platforms over the rise of cheating on some games. Right. That that made a lot of sense to me. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, now you're actually starting to impact something greater than just the actual game itself. Yeah. It's greater than just a bloke uh, sitting, you know, in the final ring against another bloke and lobbing a grenade and that bloke not dying. Yeah, like, exactly right. You know what I mean? Like, that's this This is actually bigger. It's actually affecting things like world's tournaments and stuff like yeah. that. So, yeah. I I get it. Um, so, yeah, those were... Those were where sort of my head went with all of this sort of stuff. Well, it's if you know that history of gaming on Netflix, that that yeah. mini series. Remember yeah. the dude that modded arcade boards? I think I'm pretty sure it was Pac Man. I still haven't watched the documentary. Oh, Peter! <laughs> Holy shit! So we're gonna line up the King of Kong, the greatest gaming movie ever made. Yeah, I know. You haven't seen that. Yeah. You haven't seen the South Park where they. Um, no, I haven't. No, you haven't. Where that is one of the greatest South Parks of all time. And you haven't seen this documentary about gaming. No, I what haven't. What the fuck mate. do you do? Apart from being the busiest man in the world. Like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, in the documentary, spoiler yeah. alert, one of the dudes that became one of the titans of gaming, and forgive me, I can't remember his name or what, I'm pretty sure it was Pac-Man. He was going around at arcades and modding the boards. So, And I can't remember why. It was something to do with um, more levels or something. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He ended up, um, they ended up uh, so essentially he was breaking the law but they ended up hiring him or buying his company or doing something they, they, he ended up making a lot of money out of it um, the point being is that it's been around for years and I, I sort of get your point as much as it annoys me that these dudes are doing what they're doing they're not really I mean it's to me it's sort of entrepreneurial really mm. you know like yeah and that's why I, I sort of um, my, my that yeah my beef's more with the people who are buying it or subscribing. Yeah, no, you're right. I like I, I really genuinely agree with you there. Like I don't get me wrong, I know these guys have broken some laws around commercial IP, but at the same time, like they're not killing anyone, they're not running drugs, they're not, you know, neither like they're just mucking around with a video game. Like yes. that's yeah. I mean it's a pretty cool job, you know. That's a great you, job. You got a, you got a, a a girlfriend or boyfriend who's who's pretty much in love with your Maserati mm. because you uh you break games. <laughs> <laughs> Go you good thing. 
you know what I guess would be quite interesting? And maybe this is one for me to actually follow up with our Indie or Die series, yeah. which is our other podcast yes. series where we chat to independent developers. Um, and maybe it's the sort of thing where I should tap a few of those people and go, hey, you know, this is the scene here. What are your thoughts on it? And they may have some perspectives that we've never thought of before. Yeah, well, that's mm. right. I mean, the beauty of, uh, I guess, p- probably a blessing but also a curse with gamers is that they're generally technically very competent people. Very. So you get people who, for example, the GTA, remember all the mods that came out in GTA 5? Like, yeah, yeah. I love the story of the dude that created the Aussie cop car. In oh, G- mate, that, that, you know, amazing. that to me is excellent. Like, yeah, and I'd, If I was a game developer, I'd encourage that. But, that, but they're adding to the game. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. they're not creating well, and, they're not yeah. creating cheats. And it comes back to my original, you know, like as they're a per- enriching the game. As a person who's gamed his whole life pretty much, I just it, it and this also um leads into my you know, everything part of my life, my work life, my sports life, whatever. I can't uh, I can't understand how people feel the need to cheat to win a game. Mm. I don't. Well, like, we've discussed it's this such before, a haven't hollow we? victory to me, you know. Because well, so, the idea behind playing a game is to skill up to be able to get to that next yeah. level, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you know, you talked about last week your your mm. epic, massive victory against Wizpig, one mm. of the greatest moments in gaming history ever. Oh, you, without you, a doubt, you beat Wizpig. Now, imagine if you'd done that with a cheat. Okay, but let me, let's say so. Let me put this to you, right? For a lot of people out there, has the has the mark changed? So has the, has the aim changed? So for example, right? Oh, I get you. We're talking about playing games in a time where you didn't get things like cosmetic items. No. Um, well, and, and quite often you're just playing the computer. Yeah, like you're playing in, the computer in, in or you quotes. didn't get things like cosmetic items. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. You know, there was no social media. So there was no such thing as like doing trick mod trick shots to get a shit ton of likes to build a shitload of subscribers yeah, to that's true. make a shit ton of money. Yeah, that's a very good point. Like it, you know, like for us, all we had really was the pride of beating the game or finding unlockables inside the game. The only people that heard about your victory against Queens in in uh, in uh, Whizpig was the about the po- the population of Queens Park. It was. Right? <laughs> Mum and dad. Your mum and dad and you know Every neighbour within a kilometre. <laughs> and every person who listens to this podcast ever since, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, so, right. yeah, uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, crazy, oh, crazy look, times, Crazy mate. times, Crazy mate, times, honestly. crazy times. Yeah, again, it's one thing I never, ever thought I'd read was a big criminal bust about, you know, oh, mate, cheating gamers. That's hilarious. Crazy times. Anyway, let's dive in, mate. What have we got? Um, just really quickly, there's one other thing oh, yeah? that, I wanna, that I wanted to talk about. I, I actually, I was just going to let this one go, um, but there is one other thing that I wanted to quickly make mention um uh let's see oh i'll say this really quickly the witcher 4 so witcher 3 mm. is where we're up to and mm-hmm. we've had that for like 50 years it just keeps getting remastered yeah. re-released on yeah you know and optimized and stuff um has gotten a boost cd project red says it will start parallel AAA projects in 2022 Ooh. so they haven't actually said that um they're going to be making the witcher 4 uh just that they've said that but there's, I, well, but there's some AAA projects on the on the books. Well, look, look the the tweet themselves that they release yeah. has got a side by side picture of the back of um, old mate from The Witcher. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, what's his name? I have this issue every single time we do a podcast. That's why you got Google, mate. Yeah, I know. You're a busy guy. I know. People don't, don't realize like how busy it, you are. Mate. You're always on. I don't, I don't like that this happens to my head. Gerald, thank you. So it's got um, a picture. Look at this picture. 
Yeah. It's got the back, the swords from Gerald. Yeah. Right? And on the other side, it's actually got the jacket from Cyberpunk 2077. Ah, okay. Cool. Right? So, parallel AAA development, obviously, they're saying we're going to do Witcher stuff and Mm -hmm. we're going to do Cyberpunk. Yeah. Which they released um, their update, by the way, for what they're going to be bringing in the next patch. Yeah. Cyberpunk 2077. And you will not get through that list before (laughs) the end of the year. So, I'm not going to go through it now. Uh, And the other thing is Pokemon Go, which is a little bit of fun. Yeah. Right, you yeah. know what Pokemon Go is. I don't you know, Go. get around Never there. Never played have, it. You never played it, no. mate. I was one of the many you, you dickheads. Were, I saw at you at eleven o'clock at night yeah, going to Kings Park yes. trying to find a. Yeah, blast offs. No, like it just, I, I just, yeah, I'm never interested, but I remember you being very interested. Yeah, um, very much so. Mm. Uh, they're releasing a new Pikmin app. Yeah, right. That's very much along the same lines as get out there and go for a walk. Yeah, so. cool. That's kind of cool. Um, but really quickly, that other story that I wanted to touch on, and I don't know how I feel about this, is that Amnesia Rebirth, which is a very, very scary game, yeah. now has a less scary oh. adventure mode. All right? So, so it's it's, scary light. Well, es- yeah. <laughs> well, essentially, um, the, the gist of it is monsters won't attack you and everything's not as dark. Ah, oh, what? What's so, the point? Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, what's the actual point? Um, players can expect a slightly brighter and light-hearted version of the game overall. Changes include monsters that don't attack you unless provoked, a fear meter that isn't affected by darkness, and a few new puzzles as well. This mode allows players that can't really stomach horror to experience the game's unique theme, story, and environments, Frictional Games says of the new adventure mode. So it's gone from Texas Chainsaw Massacre to Scream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. So it's gone from full-on dark... Yeah shit scary horror to a bit of a laugh it's gone from a bloke walking around with a chainsaw cutting people up yeah to a bloke walking into makita with a chainsaw going hey i just i need some oil i need this serviced <laughs> um what's it going to cost me yeah sure mate that's great that's and, then, like, and then by the way yeah. cut, it, cut his <clears throat> head off yeah uh oh look you know what i i just having had a bit of time to think about it, mm. um, I don't mind it so far, like so much. Like at the end of the day, oh, like look. if you know, for them, if you're looking at it from the perspective of the people who've made the game, they're yeah. probably looking at it going, you know what, we're a horror game, but we also have to sell copies. Oh, they've probably market segmented. Segmented, yeah. you know, there's a there's a certain percentage of horror fans who are a bit too scared by this game. Let's you know, let's target. Well, them. I am so I hate horror games and I hate horror films. Yeah, I'm not a fan either. I went and saw The Ring yeah. with a girl that I'd just started seeing and yeah. I spent most of it hiding behind her. <laughs> I'd never heard of How the manly. movie before. Um, hello, Carla. I'd never heard of the movie before and she was like, I really want to go and see it. I'm like, okay, cool. The Ring sounds yeah. like a romantic comedy. Yeah. And we wandered in and it's like, uh, oh, uh, no. Like all that shit. And yeah, I spent nah. anyway. Nah. Um, so, you know, like from their perspective, it probably works. They'll probably go, well, this will mean that a few more people will actually pick up the game because I wouldn't pick up the game. No. Nah. You know what I mean? But now, but you, might now. you know, I might now. So, yeah. Yeah. mate, um, let's dive in. Let's dive in. So, our wonderful Goa subscribers, our Goa Leg- Legends Members Club, mm-hmm. these are the guys that play, uh, pay $11 a month um, for their subscription to Goa. And we thank you so much. Yep. It's not a Twitch subscription. No. It's different than Twitch subscription. If you go to gameonoz.com and check out Legends Club, um, you'll see the link right at the top of the homepage. This is like all of the really good stuff. And can I just tell you, we sent out our first members email during the week, mm. which has got an incredible one hour long um, basics of streaming video that our guys, Lukey Bangers, mm. Rogue Sultana, 
and Menfonzo put together. Yeah, fantastic. Where they literally like break it down for you. If you're someone who's looking to get into content creation and in particular streaming, yeah. all of the things that you'll potentially come across, some issues that you might have, yeah. the things that you'll need to set yourself up, very basic sort of stuff. Um, and that is just for exclusive members. Yes, So fantastic. get there. Plus there's deals with Pentanet, there's deals with Lenovo Legion. Yeah. As yep. we've mentioned before, um, the, the exclusive code you get through Lenovo Legion by being our member will save you over a grand on a brand new laptop yeah. or PC or something like that. Amazing. 10 years of membership. Amazing. Um, and we're adding more to it all the time. Yep. Danny boy. Mm. Oh, can I just say one more thing? Mm. Um, so the first 250 members get oh. the special key ring. The key ring. The special key ring. So. My precious. Gamers love to collect things. <laughs> yes. 20 members so far. Yeah, I'm fantastic. Really proud of, so awesome. Thank you all so thank much. Thank you. Um, but they are all the people, also the people that uh, have a secret group inside our Discord. Yes. Uh, and they get to ask us questions that we answer yes, they uh, do. in the Goal Weekly yes, Show every week. So let's dive in. This is from Gamma. Uh, yeah. Gamma says, my question, what would you guys say is the greatest AFL game ever made? Oh, His would be AFL 99 on PC due to having good graphics for its time and has Bruce McAvaney and Lee Matthews on commentary. Hashtag Blue Nut for Life. Yop, yop day. Gamma, 100%. I, I, I play that game and... Um, at the time, it, I mean, I think it looks pretty terrible now in retrospect, but at the time it was pretty cutting edge. Mm. I was so stoked that we had an AFL game. It always pissed me off that um, being an AFL lover and a sports lover, that's why, I mean, that's why I love NFL is because I, the only football game I could find back in the day was, yeah. was the, you know, the John Madden games uh, and, and TV sports football, which is an old Omega game. TV sports football. It was a, that was an amazing wow. game, actually. Um, so... In a way, it's a bit of a blessing and a curse. It gave me a love of NFL, and I do love my NFL, but I've always wanted to play an AFL game, and yeah, I think he's dead right. Um, for me, it's Aussie Rules Footy, which actually came out on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's more of a case of there's been better released games since then, but for me, it's the memories. Yeah. Like, that was the first game. The game was actually released in 1991. Yeah. The teams in the game, we've got 18 teams in the AFL now. Yes. Um, are based on 14 of 15 teams in the 91 AFL oh, season. Okay. However, despite West Coast Eagles players being depicted on the game's cover within the game itself, the Western Australian team, the, the Eagles, uh, was simply known as Perth. Oh. So you could play as Perth. Oh, there you go. The West Coast Eagles. Uh, and of course, in 1992, when the game really took off, um, the Eagles played the Cats in the grand final. Wowzers. And won that one, didn't they? 92 and 92, 94. 94, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I would just love, and we've talked to Daniel um, Visser from... We have talked from, to Daniel Visser, uh, Wicked Witch, yeah, yeah. who made one of the AFL games mm. about, about this, you know... Well, AFL Evolution, Their yeah. budgets, and I think from memory said that um, FIFA spend the budget that they had for their game, the AFL game, they spend it on their loading screen. Yeah. So yeah. I would love... Clearly, it's a budget thing, because like, there's never really been a, a really kick-ass football game or cricket game, in my opinion. There were some great cricket games back in the 80s. Um, they, they haven't even come close. So I'd love one of the teams at the big EA or the, you know the, whatever who make these sports games to set themselves a challenge. Let's capture AFL. Mm. It's such a unique game. That ball itself, the way... I think, remember Daniel saying how the, the mechanics about making the ball bounce the right yeah, way yeah, yeah. For, an, for an oblong-shaped ball mm. was, yeah, so... Anyway. Um, Great question. Go back through our history, by the way. You'll find those mm. podcasts. Just search Daniel Visser and Game on Australia, mm. and uh, they're very interesting listening. Um, in addition, fictional teams based in Darwin, Canberra, and Hobart were actually playable in <laughs> the game. It was truly AFL. Truly AFL. Yeah. <laughs> 
Not 14 teams out of uh, Melbourne. Oh, God, that's gold. <laughs> um, okay, uh, let's see. What do we got here? So thanks, Gam. We appreciate that it. Um, here we go. We'll dive into this one from Blue Streak. Hey, gang, my question. What's a character from one franchise you'd love to see pop up in another franchise or game, either playable or as Ooh. an NPC cameo? Example, Joel from The Last of Us showing up in a Resident Evil game or a Samus slash Star Fox team up? That is an excellent question. It makes great sense, Blue. That is a wonderful question. And I think um, I like that line of thought where the character that you're thinking of has to appear in a game that makes sense. Yeah. So 100% Samus makes sense in Star Fox because obviously it's all set in space. Yeah. Um, Joel from The Last of Us appearing in Resident Evil, like we're talking battling zombies, you know, like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, 100% yeah, that yeah. sort of stuff makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so roll I, that one around in your head. I've got, in my head, I've got Marcus Phoenix in Borderlands. Oh, that's a ripper. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I reckon that'll work. Marcus Phoenix in Borderlands. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Phoenix probably a bit too, um, uh, not kick-ass, not the right word, but he's a bit, too edgy for the more um, not cartoony but Borderlands had a unique style about mm. it but mm. I do like the idea of a guy with a chainsaw gun yeah walking around well would you Borderlands. would you let them muck around with his facade like yeah, would oh, you yeah, love well, to see Marcus Phoenix yeah, in yeah, the Borderlands yeah, style 100% yeah. yeah I think that'd be good yeah what about you mate I really don't know I, it's I'm, a bloody great it's question it's a doozy of a it's question a, and it might be something like I'm really impressed with yours <laughs> like legit really impressed it ticks all the boxes for me <laughs> I want to give that one some thought. Okay. And um and I'll come back to it cuz I I really like um, Think Nintendo. Yeah, I know, but it, it kind of feels easy to say, oh, you know, put Mario in a in, 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 a, in, a, Zelda. in a Donkey Kong game. Right. <laughs> exactly, right? Well, that wasn't done for. Um but you know, like I I'm real I'm such a fan of the deep dive into lore and history around a game in terms of the settings of the game. Right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you know looking yeah. into the universe and stuff like that and I yeah. want to go and find a couple of games where I'm yeah. like there is a universe here that might be set somewhere that we don't quite know but it actually does exist and that means that that character could quite realistically appear in this game you know what I mean so well if you can't think about it we can always film a video later on as, yes. as bonus content. Yeah, okay. Bonus, bonus content, content. Bonus content. God. So I'm going to give that one some have a, thought. Because that is a fantastic question. It is an absolute... Well played, blue nut. Yeah, well played. In... <laughs> I got him. Got him, yeah. <laughs> you gave me a look then. Uh, now, um, I'm going to leave Styx's one till last. Yeah. Uh, we'll go to Mercury. Yeah. Um, by the way, hello to Mercury. Hello, he Mercury. He's my mentee. Oh, very good. Um, so one other thing for our Goa subscribers, our Goa Legends members, is that uh, we have a mentorship program as well. So if you're someone out there wanting to learn more about things and want some one-on-one time, um, Mercury is doing some great things in esports, wants to build his stuff. Yep. I, of course, the general manager for Pentanet.gg, League of yep. Legends in the LCO. Um, and uh, I'm catching up with him today. Fantastic. Yes. Awesome. So, uh, I'm looking forward to that. Um, at Mercury, what is the one game that you n- have never had the chance to play such fully experience yet haven't been able to and why? Take it. Ding, 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 dee, dee, ding, ding. What is one? The it? one game you mm. have never had the chance to play slash fully experience yet <laughs> haven't been able to and why? Witcher. Witcher 3. Why? Time. I just haven't. It's a time thing, isn't it? It's yeah. a time thing. I, I've got it. Mm. I got it on Game Pass. And I've seen it, and it's mm-hmm. there, mm. and I just haven't had 
a good block of time to play it, and I will. This is a very similar question, I think. One we excellent question. Last week. Excellent question. Um, uh, which is like one game on a console, yeah, that you never had that you wish you had that you could play, yeah. Um, so I like for for me, um, I mean, I, like Halo comes to mind immediately, yeah, and that's pure. Like these days, it's purely because of time, because yeah. I could pick Halo up if I wanted to. Um, but one thing that I, I uh, one game that I never got to play, which I always wish that I had done, is Conker's Bad Fur Day on uh, Nintendo 64. Yeah. Because everybody well, else got to play that game. I, I'm pretty sure Rare Replay's on um, Game is. Pass. Yeah. And it's there. Yep. So, I don't but know. But it, it doesn't translate well. Like, I tried playing it. Oh, well, I don't it's, know, it's, it's got its little kitschy little, you know, um, yeah, I... retro feel to it it really has but i didn't enjoy it when so i played as played in the, it. the jokes and the comedy don't no that's all good well. no that's good it's more the blocky graphics and, yeah, yeah, yeah right because funnily enough like i've been playing banjo kazooie oh that's different that and that for some reason holds up amazingly so it, it that is a phenomenal franchise it's ridiculous phenomenal. how much that holds up i'm really enjoying all three games still. all three games um banjo kazooie banjo tui and nuts and bolts are brilliant yep Brilliant games. I'm conscious of your time. You've got yep. four minutes. So, last okay. one. This is from Sticks. What is the game that lived up to trailer and social media hype? Oh, God. And what was the game that didn't? <laughs> well, Anthem. Um, for me. Yeah, because Anthem was very hype, wasn't oh, it? it? And it wasn't that bad a game. Look, I've played it a little bit, and I actually quite enjoyed it, mm. but I was just expected so much. We've talked about this a million times on this podcast, about how hype can kill anything, really. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of one that did live up... Uh, the most recent for me is probably Modern Warfare. Like I expected a lot. Yeah, okay. and I got it. Like I yeah. really enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. How about you, um, mate? Again, this is one I'm going to have to think on <laughs> and answer next week. All right, mm. bonus content. Yeah, bonus content. Well, I mean, yeah, it's um, because these are great. These are questions th- now that this I, that, is this the is bloody I, problem, right. isn't it? So, we ask each other questions like, oh, that's a stupid question. I'll just yeah. answer it. Whereas these are really seriously good. They are questions, um, and as Two esteemed um, representatives of gaming. Yeah. Well, this is what we, we do, right? Like, 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 you know, we, we check also out some unusual. stories and stuff and news that we're going to talk about in bits and pieces. And then we go, you know, we'll dive into the questions on the fly. Um, but what I'm really admiring from our Legends Club members is that like, they are hitting us with stuff that actually we we got we got to hit these a little bit earlier. Amazing. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we have to do some prep? What the what? fuck, guys? <laughs> Jesus Christ! But that's oh man, like I this uh, private Discord channel for our uh, Legends members, amazing. That they are fantastic questions. Yeah, good on you. Can I just say mm. one thing that I'm finding so awesome as well? Mm. Um, so Blue Streak, mm. who is one of our great members, mm. uh, and he's a, he's a paramedic. Yeah, right. Um, and just a legendary bloke, and he's taking on the mentor program as as a mentee. And he's actually reached... He's done a bit of writing lately for GameOnOz.com. Uh, and he's actually reached out to some great people on Twitter saying, could you offer any tips to someone who wants to get into video game voice acting? So, mate, keep chasing that Yeah, line. yeah, yeah. That's well, so cool. You wrote the book on that, didn't you? You just keep asking questions. Just keep asking yep. questions. Just go after it. That's yep. great. Change, change the way you do it. Don't, you know, don't just repeat your same question. Um, think of different ways to reach out. It might be a video. It might be, you know, anything. Just, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, guys. That'll be us because, 
Yeah, you got to go. I got to go. You got to go. You got to get to your next meeting. Um, thank you so much for watching. Everything. Subscribe, follow, blah 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 blah. It's all the cool shit. We love you. Know, you. So we love happy you guys Easter. so much. Happy Happy Easter. Easter. We didn't even do Easter content. Oh, we didn't. Easter eggs in games. And my big question was going to be, what's the what's the best Easter egg you've ever seen in a game? Ask it. Big 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 question. It's the bloody big go. What is the greatest Easter egg you've ever seen in a game? All right, that's it. Thank you. Have a great weekend in gaming, and as we always say, Dan, don't forget to save and enjoy the four day weekend.